What is going on, guys? Nikhil and Lucas back with another episode of Hip Hop Hype Hour. Feels weird to say that considering we haven't recorded in a month. Um, and it's even more funny because last time we recorded, I believe that's when I said we'll be back on track to our regular schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah. And but here we know, are. Yeah, but yeah, 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 no, that's literally the best way to put it. Life happens and even more so now because we both work full time. Obviously, you were traveling pretty much every weekend yep. of September. Yep. And then one weekend we went on a little trip to the mountain. So <laughs> that's what's been, that's what we've been up to, but we haven't forgotten about this. We've just been looking for the time to sit down and record and we're finally here. So this is now officially episode three of season five. We obviously have that double feature out uh, where we recapped those two concerts we went to at the end of August, the weekend, and then Kendrick. So since we haven't recorded in a while, I think what we're going to do is take this episode just to kind of wing it, have a little fireside chat type of thing, just about everything that's been going on over the past few weeks, because there has been a decent amount going on in the past month. Not any like huge drops, but some like yeah. moderate, moderately important. I, I would say there's like been a lot of uh, B-list type yeah, releases. Yeah, that, that's a great way yeah. to put it. B-list yep. type drops. Um there's been news or just something associated with like most of the artists we listen to. Uh, so that's what we'll kind of do. We'll go down. We compiled like a short list of some artists here. We'll just go through and just have a conversation about like what that artist's been up to. Uh, if they've dropped anything, are they dropping anything? What drama is going on with them? What goofiness mm. is going on with them? Because like it, it's the hip hop industry. People are always doing stupid things, getting involved in stupid things. And uh, that's what we're here for, to comment on it. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Um, do you want to talk about the new music from this past week? Or should we just incorporate that into everything else? I say we incorporate it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, just, just put it in. Let's put it in the mix um and let's not go in order let's popcorn this so uh obviously i have the list here you have the list here pick an artist let's go let's start i guess we'll start with actually you know you said you wanted to mix it in but let's start with this one first the freddie gibbs album because I, I had this oh, on my anticipated i think didn't i yeah, well, yeah, i think did. i had this you on did. my like highly anticipated was list, it and I was gonna really be was it gonna be called soul 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 separately, separately? and that's what okay, it that's was called really. yeah surprising yeah. artists like freddie gibbs would take like nine months to drop you know what i mean uh yeah i think it was even longer than that like technically his last release was well um since we had our started putting out music yeah you're like, right, i'm looking right. i'm talking about the beginning of this year oh, okay sure sure yeah 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 so yeah this has been a while since he dropped last his last project alfredo uh was very like grimy and this this project very different direction um i know you didn't get a chance to listen to it all the Not way yet, listen no. any of it no, nope. I did listen to the uh, song with Moneybag. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. The song with Moneybag is good. Yeah. So, you know, leading up to this, I think there was a lot of um, drama in Freddie's life. He's getting a lot of the shit beat out of him. Huh? Who? What, what, what happened? Oh, uh, I don't even know. The, someone last... snatched his chain in Buffalo. It was like so, yeah, Conway we, we or something like that. that. Basically, yeah. this year has just been a bunch of Freddie Gibbs shows up at a location. Someone approaches Fred, confronts Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs gets beat academics hops on twitter and makes a video about it right because they be freddie and Which academics it, got beef i i don't understand i I, think <laughs> I i really think it's just come down to the fact that academic it's, it's like a i know what button to push type of thing yeah academics oh yeah, knows yeah, yeah that all he has to do is tweet about it and freddie's gonna respond and give him even more content because that's how academics operates he yep, yep. content freddie just gives it to him 
So, yeah. So, so speaking yeah. of, you know, finally got this project. Um, ah, yeah, I don't know. I was a little disappointed because I don't think it lives up to his other like work because I like his other sounds like Mad Lib and, um, you know, like uh, The Alchemist. Like I like when he's on that type of production and actually Kay Trinata does quite a bit of the production on this album. Kay Trinata has um, name been very like prominent over the yeah. last three months, obviously his association with the After Hours tour. And he uh, was the opener along with Mike Dean for actually most of the shows, right. we, we were one of the exceptions. We had snow Allegra, but she was only opening for I think like our show, San Francisco and like one or two others. Like some so of the West coast. Yeah. Ones. For the majority yeah. of the shows, it was Kay Trinata opening. And then obviously they had the after party in Miami where they were DJing together. So his name has been a lot mm -hmm. more recognizable lately because obviously this is one of the biggest tours ever and he gets to be associated with that, which is right. great for him. I think he's a great DJ. Yeah. Um, and now he's doing more production type stuff. So, you know, yeah, good yeah. for him. But yeah, you know, I didn't have problem with the production so much. It's just like Freddie on top of the production. I didn't think was went super great, but it's not bad. Like it's, it's enjoyable at times. There's like really good features. That's what I'll say. Like Moneybag Yo's feature was really good. Moneybag um, always be killing it with the features too. Yeah, you put him yeah, on any, yeah. I didn't realize. Push a T on here too. Push yeah. a T crushes it. He's old. Moneybag Yo is He's old. He's like almost 30, said? dude. Yeah. I thought, I thought Moneybag was. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's not old, but you would That's think not old. That's what I was trying like, to say. Like, like dang, uh, man. younger 20s, right? Yeah, you would think there's a lot of people His like name that. has been like, more uh, recognizable like in the past four or five years, usually. Right. Right. And he's often featured with the likes of Little Baby, Gunna, like these type of SG, artists. So yeah, or the artists when you, from him. Whenever yeah. I see Moneybag, I think he's one of the, the youngsters, but he, he's yep. almost 30. He's been around for a while. Yep. So, so anyways, that was the first thing I wanted to talk about was that project. Is, and, you know, I thought the features were really good on it. So that's why that's what I check out. Um, mm -hmm. It's a concept album, but like I don't think the concept is really like done well. They just had like this casino concept and that was like selling your soul it was like about vices or something it, it wasn't really yeah it wasn't incorporated super great i thought it was kind of just like skits scattered in between mm. um so that's the first thing i wanted to talk about because i just listened to that just finished listening to that so um so uh since we're talking about uh freddie gibbs just dropped i guess we should just go ahead and also talk about another artist who dropped this past Friday or Thursday, whatever you prefer to call it, but uh, Kid Cudi with Enter Galactic, obviously. Oh, yes. This is one project that he officially announced at Rolling Loud Los Angeles or California last December. So uh, the announcement has been there for a while. I did not like this album. It got a <laughs> Netflix show with it too, didn't it? Yeah, if I'm but... not mistaken. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I remember when Man of the Moon, Man on the Moon three dropped. There was a lot of positive energy surrounding it. And I think people were excited that Cuddy had dropped a new project. It didn't end up having a lasting impression. I don't think, mm -hmm. but nonetheless, it, it it generated a lot of buzz when it did drop, and then a lot of people ended up listening to it. I think it dropped at a great time of year. Um, just the sound fit very well with the the season and um. The fact that, you know, COVID was still raging. I think a lot of people were still, you know, quarantining, isolation. And so I think these these albums captured a lot. Man on the Moon 3 captured a lot of the energy I think people were feeling mm -hmm. at the time. And that's something I've commented on before. I think albums really resonate with me when when they when I start associating them with a, with a certain time. Right. 
And it's not like I go back and listen to this album that much, but I remember when it dropped, it was just like a good feeling. It's like, oh, Kid Cudi dropped Man in the Moon 3. That's really awesome. With this album, it's like, oh, I almost don't care. And I don't know if that has anything to do with just this negative energy that's been surrounding Kid Cudi over the past month, especially like the, the whole Kanye thing and then what happened at Rolling Loud and his reaction to that and him getting memed for it. Yeah. Just a whole, and then you know, you have this. He announces this tour, and then Don Tolliver cancels. So much stuff goes wrong with that tour, yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's so much going on that there's just this negative vibe I feel like surrounding Kid Cut, even though it's not his fault. I just get a very weird energy these days when I think about Kid Cudi. And I feel like it's affecting the perception of the album. Not you know, like, uh, like I, I don't think we've talked about that part of it yet. Because, you know, when we talk about Kid Cudi, it's kind of, you're like, you really enjoyed the Kid Cudi leaving the stage rolling loud so meme. So I, we always no, I don't, that. I don't but let's not talk about that for a second. Listen, yeah, listen, no, no, I said you enjoy the meme. I you enjoy the I meme. I enjoy the meme because That's people would meme the hell out of it. Like, 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 like I'm not trying to rip on that. And I don't want the yeah. discussion to go there because I haven't heard we really talk about this like thing about this energy. And I've never heard you say that before, but you know, like now that you say that, like uh-huh. I think that perfectly describes how I felt about Kid Cudi since right. Man on the Moon 3 and dropped. It's, like there's always even... been something weird in my percept. I don't know what it is, but it's just like there's something kind of like well, off I'm not about to, like I'm not trying to attribute this to Man on the Moon 3. I think like No, yeah, I'm just saying since then. That's like the timeline for, for me sure. when things started. Like I don't think it's him himself, but it's just like something's been going on like well, if you look at the tour, right? Look at the man on look at the Kid Cudi like tour and see how many people drop out, right? I'm I'm curious. I'm looking this up right now because mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of people that dropped out of that tour. Well, is it not also just a generational gap thing? Because if you think about it, Kid Cudi was still doing great features in the mid 2010s, right? Like you had obviously mm-hmm. um what was the song Baptized in Fire off of yeah. uh, Passion Pain and Demon Slain. I think that was the name of the album. Mm-hmm. and with travis and that's a lot of people consider that a classic right there travis and kid cuddy track um also the feature that kid cuddy had the other way around for travis on um through the late night on birds right mm-hmm. uh and then obviously we had kids see ghosts like that generated right. a lot of positive a lot reception of yep. so i think kid cuddy the whole kid cuddy travis partnership because like travis has said that kid cuddy is one of his biggest inspirations right mm-hmm. travis was largely dominating 2015 to 2019 2020 right and anytime they did a song together i think that is so people really gravitated toward that association and the fan base that travis had was also very much into kid cuddy but right it's like the up, psychedelic sound yeah yeah yeah. the way the landscape of hip-hop has changed over the past just two to three years and we've commented a lot about this i think it's just deviated so much from what kid cuddy brings to the table that people aren't excited to see him anymore and i, I think that obviously there was a kanye situation but i think that also contributed to the like the negative treatment he got by the crowd at rolling loud because like people just really did not want to see him that's not the vibe they were looking for you know right yeah i think that's i think that's fair they're like not to say he doesn't still have a huge fan base because he does right he has and a classic man on the moon exactly like, he is classics yeah, yeah yeah but like i i agree that i think like the younger generation it just feels like isn't as excited by kid cuddy and um you know, for that reason, I don't know if it's something that's affecting him and his headspace and affecting like the I mean, art he's putting out as well. To some extent, yes. Right, right, right. Well, I guess I don't know how much it's affecting that because we know he just said this announcement that he's 
quitting music again. Yeah, right? he, he said just he's done after Intergalactic. Clearly, whatever, like the whole Kanye rolling out thing, clearly messed with him. I mean, like right. Well, I mean, it's no, it's no like secret that Cuddy's had like a history of dealing with right like mental illness and and issues in his personal life that have affected his music. Like he's quote unquote like retired before. Right, so and the Kid Cudi um, drama. I can't imagine been, this is good for it too. The Kid Cudi drama has been going on since basically the beginning of this year, right? It's almost right. like the Kanye Cudi drama, right? And right. And uh, wasn't that the whole? Remember that line from Donda Two and Security, like, "No, you can't be on my mama album." That was definitely addressed to Cudi, right? So the whole Kanye Cudi thing is crazy, and then obviously we talked about Rolling Loud, how not only does Cudi get absolutely disrespected at his stage, Kanye decides to show up at Dirk stage at the same right. time. Yeah, there's just a lot that's been going on. But to all that removed, we look at Intergalactic just objectively. It's just not, there's nothing that there that keeps me coming back to the album. I mean, I like the Don Tolliver feature. There's, you know, a couple of tracks in there that are pretty nice. But overall, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like, um, you know, Dot the Genius is doing a lot of is like executive producing this project, and mm-hmm. um, there's nothing like incredible in my mind as far as the production goes, and right. as far as the actual songs, like it's a very typical Kid Cudi project. So I think you know if you like Cudi, you'll like this. Um, but you know, I don't see it pulling a lot of new fans in, or like changing the narrative around him, or doing anything exciting. Like I, I won't really re-listen to it. Probably, I agree. Yeah, me neither. Um, but like, I, like I said, you know, I'm not trying to discount him and the things that he's done. Like, yeah, so many artists, like Travis Scott, you know, um, apparently, like Baby Keem also cites him as one of his biggest influences because, like, you know, he was one of the artists to really incorporate like melodic hooks and stuff in rap, like his mm-hmm. humming and his like hook singing. Yeah, definitely like very iconic. So yeah. I try to discount that, but I, I just like I said, I don't know where he goes from here. And I feel like it's kind of been an open question for a long time. Like, um, what is what does he do or like what is he trying to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Who else you want to talk about? Uh let's throw it back, man. Uh let's throw it back to Pause. the beginning of the month. Well, I got you. Let's throw it back to like uh the goat the best project we got this month i think you know what i'm talking about best project we got this month broke the charts uh you know nav the boy the man i don't even know what it charted protected by angels i don't know what it charted at i actually don't know what it charted at either Um, number two never mind so here's the number one but still yeah what's interesting about this album actually so uh I didn't really enjoy it just because like it, I, I reacted the same way I do to pretty much every nav project these days. It's like <laughs> bland and just nothing that keeps me engaged with the album, mm-hmm. but a lot of reviewers, and I don't know if this is like promo uh, playing into uh, like effect here, but a lot of people were saying that this is his most like well done project to date. Really? Yeah. Really? For me, for me, it's like ever since Nav, I, I think it's safe to call him mainstream, just not in terms of like maybe sales or overall popularity, but within hip hop, people know who Nav is. Right, he, right. He works with big artists, right? He's done features with Travis. Obviously, he's worked with The Weeknd. That's who he's signed to. He's worked with Lil Baby. 
Metro Wheezy. Right. He, he's he's affiliated, right? Um, it's just one of those things. Like when we get a project from Nav, it, it's so unoriginal. It feels like he's bringing the same thing to the table every single time, and mm -hmm. eventually it'll get boring. And when Nav first dropped with his first mixtape, mixtape, it was pretty fresh and original. And then I think even the second project he did with the Metro Perfect Timing, I think that also had some good elements to it, but. Ever since he released Reckless in uh, 18, was it Reckless? yeah, Reckless with an 18. Since then, it's just been like same old, say like Reckless. And then he had bad habits in 2019. Then he came with good intentions in 2020, Emergency Tsunami. Uh, what else yeah. did he have? That was that he took a long break after he, that. He Emergency break, Tsunami was like right? his last, yeah. And he took yeah. a break and came out with this project. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, uh, my intro and I was introducing this was a complete meme. Like, of course, it's not like it didn't even go number one. It charted number two. That's what it charted Billboard. Did about 67K in sales. Um, but like, yeah, you're right. The actual music wise, like, I, yeah, again, this kind of, um, you know, I, I feel it's weird to say, but like I, in my mind, I feel like this is actually kind of closely related to Intergalactic in terms of like, it's an album from the artist doing what the artist does and that's it like mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think there's like yeah. uh you know quality wise like you said he's got a lot of big producers working with him so of For course sure. like it's it's well produced um there's features on this there's like all of the usual suspects like future and baby and scott and uzi and dirk and yada yada you know so there's all mm -hmm. the regular suspects for that um I don't like you know you're right in my mind this is like a very generic trap album um and yeah just just nothing stands out it keeps me yeah, coming to this but you know but cool I, I do think I, I do think this is an interesting case and we've had a discussion in the labels before but nav being on exo under an artist like the weekend the visibility he gets is is much better than the visibility that dudes at ovio be getting oh yeah <laughs> like and I feel like he is very much allowed to operate independently because you don't really, I mean, Nav and we, the weekend and Nav have worked together, but it's not like they do it all the time. And, and they mm -hmm. kind of operate separately, even though they have the same manager, which is cash. But um, that's really what it comes down to. Um, I, I, I don't think the album was trash by any means, but it, it's just. Right. It just wasn't either. like, yeah, yeah. It's just so like par for the course in my mm -hmm. mind you know so uh who did i want to talk about next i mean I, we talk about now that's exo so talk about the weekend so yep. a lot has happened well first of all i want to say that you know this i'm having a huge after hours renaissance yes, right now because i know uh, i so obviously <laughs> i've talked about the album so many times it's arguably we're in 2022 now it is still one of the best albums that's dropped this decade and i don't think that that's going to change um, yeah so there was an interesting TikTok that I saw and it was like a clip of a podcast. So it was, it was a TikTok, but it was just a condensed form of a longer podcast, but they were discussing uh, what is the weekend's prime, right? Like what, what era or like time frame? Cause he drops his albums in eras, right? And this is why we've said he's such a good artist. No, not many artists are referred to in eras, right? In the mm -hmm. sense that they reinvent themselves with every project and it's new and it's right. original and it's completely different. And it's almost like it's hard to compare the albums because like the, the qualities that make this album good are completely different from the qualities that make the previous one good, right? But just 
looking outwards and trying to figure out, okay, what was his like most successful era? One of the uh, podcasters said beauty behind the madness. And no, after I, hours. So I, I, I disagree, yeah. but, but the reason people say that is because like just the succession of number one singles he had right. was like, that, all that was his breakthrough. Yeah, slightly coupled, sure. right? You had like earned it. Can't feel my face. The Hills all, entered the charts at the same time and they were like they kind of dominated that summer yep. and they were in people's minds all that summer and like can't feel my face was like you can i i think is his biggest song not maybe in terms of numbers but just in terms of commercial success other than blinding lights even more so than Starboy, just because oh, yeah. of like how just how mainstream it was it was as mainstream formulaic pop as you can get right right um and then there was another podcaster that brought up the fact that like, no, After Hours is his prime because like Blinding Lights is one of not his biggest song ever and not just for him in history, right? Like it broke like right. yeah, all yeah. time so records, records for streams yep. for a number of weeks on the charts. Like it is probably one of the top 10 biggest, most successful songs ever put out by anybody, right? Um, so that's After Hours there, but not, not only is it, was it commercially successful, but like, it was so unique to him like it's almost like he wasn't trying to go pop right he went right he went pop with his original sound and like original like it, it was like uh it wasn't like he was trying to do something different with like Starboy and beauty behind the madness like this was very much like it had the elements of the original week it had elements of his entire discography all like coming mm -hmm. together perfectly into one album and there was a description I saw about the, the title track after hours. And they're like the, the first half of the song, like you get kiss land elements from it, the production, the way it opens up the transitions and the outro is very much trilogy. And then you have like a very Starboy esque bridge throughout the middle and hook. Um, it's almost like that one song just captures everything he had done up until that point in his career. Mm -hmm. So that was my tangent about after hours, just for people who might be hearing that the first time, but <laughs> I didn't listen to that album that much in 2021 right. just because it was more of a 2020 like COVID quarantine thing for me. And then obviously Dawn FM came out and now I've been listening to the album a lot, like in the past two weeks. And maybe that's like a post concert, post tour effect thing there. Um, but that's currently where I stand is I've been listening mm -hmm. to a lot of after hours. It's really research for me. Um, but in, for, for the weekend specifically, a lot happened, obviously, after we saw him live. He had a few more shows, and the very last show in L.A. loses his voice, has to cancel the right. show. A lot of Cuts controversy, out. a lot of controversy, because obviously he promised money back and new tour dates. But the problem is that you can't refund parking and travel and concessions and whatnot. So right, right. there is still a loss for people, right? Yeah. And the shows are the rescheduled dates are out now and it's pretty delayed you know it's like late november so that means they have to wait really yeah yeah november I haven't 26th, seen this guy. I haven't seen the november 26th and 27th so what he did is he one show is the replacement right and then uh -huh. he also added a third show just as like an i'm sorry so that people have a chance to see him if they mm -hmm. maybe weren't able to before so that was a completely new sale like people had a fair shot at getting tickets so I'm sure a lot of people were happy about that, but man, like almost three months wait, right? It's like you wait like two months just to see him because it's the last tour dates. And now you got to wait mm -hmm. another two and a half. Like that really it, like sucks for a lot of people. Um, oh yeah. None, nonetheless, they'll, they'll get their chance. Toronto got their chance. They got an extra show and it was great from what I heard, but 
Um, obviously disappointing. Wait, wait, the dates for it are the 26th and the 27th, right? Of November. November. Mm-hmm. That's Thanksgiving, right? After Thanksgiving. No, no, the 27th is Thanksgiving, no? No, no, I don't think so. Thanksgiving changes every year. There's no way it's Thanksgiving. That's impossible. The Rams are probably playing at home on Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, maybe I'm looking at October. Yeah, Never no, mind. Yeah, I'm looking at October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay, so, it's the weekend after. So that yeah, still may exactly. be hard for people to, it, it, to make, though. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's why I was confused that, about this. Yeah. So that, that's what's going on. Um, obviously, he's still got to announce his global legs, right? We have no word mm-hmm. on South America, Europe, Asia. It's definitely Australia. coming, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he's probably going to be touring for majority, like a good chunk of 2023. And then I think as soon as he's done touring, it's going to be back to album mode because this trilogy needs to be completed. Right. If he hasn't already been recording, I'm sure like he's been a little inspired already by the shows well, and doing some. He probably has some early thoughts or things like oh, that. That's what I'm, I'm sure. saying. Like I'm, I'm sure. not saying he has the full project. No, God. No. I wouldn't even be surprised if a lot of the elements that we're getting in the tour are like they're going to end up manifesting themselves in this next right, album right. because like the set and the backup dancers and everything yes it's very much what we saw in the after hours and and the dawn fm visuals especially with like the red ghosts and whatnot um but there was something different there just with what he was wearing the mask Mm -hmm. itself right like what was that about at the beginning that was completely different so who knows um obviously he's an enigma and it's it's always fun to speculate what he's up to and what's going on so that that's what's going on with the weekend there um yeah. what else what else we got a lot of artists to talk about let's talk about let's turn it back over to atlanta let's talk about some atlanta going on um uh, first free gun wanna yeah free gun. okay so i saw yesterday there was a report that apparently he's been freed of all the violence charges and none of the yeah. no one has like mentioned his name in any reports because people are snitching right they've gotten yeah. people to talk his name hasn't been brought up yet, so he's gonna have an, a third bond appearance or hearing. I, I think I have, finally... I have confidence that he might be able to get out this time if if he's been freed of the violence and like his association is still there, but like he wasn't directly involved. I think they might mm-hmm. might let him go, which would be great. Um, obviously, but, Young Thug. We can't. Yeah, I was say gonna say I haven't heard anything about Young you Thug. Can't say much about Thug because I, I I genuinely think he he can't get out of this situation. because yeah. uh, it's centered around him, but. Gunna's case, I think with this next hearing, um, might be able to, you know, get something there. Yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Let's um, talk about little baby since we're in Atlanta here. Yep. Um, album was announced. It's it's on the way. Two more weeks, so that artist spot a spotlight on little baby is finally gonna happen. I've been waiting on this one for like over a year now, but here it is. Album is gonna be called "It's Only Me." The artwork is very much uh, has a lot of the same elements as my turn. So he's keeping that aesthetic in there. A lot of the snippets I've heard are fire. Um, The single, which was called Detox, was not really anything special. But I'm not going to let that crush my hopes because he put out fire in April with uh, Right On and In a Minute and Frozen and You Dig. I'm not sure if those singles are even going to be on this album. Maybe scrap them. I don't think they are. Yeah, I think they probably won't be. There was definitely a bit of a vision change that happened. And obviously there was a little baby documentary that we watched. Um, But here's my theory. And I brought this up yesterday. But I think that the reason this album got pushed back so far, because originally we were looking at July. He even said Mm -hmm. he was teasing at a July release date. 
I think the reason this album got pushed so far out, like way past the tour he did with Chris Brown, is I think he wanted to organize another tour where he's the main act um, to support this album. That That's the yeah, only I definitely I could see that. Because he didn't perform anything new on, during his sets with the Chris Brown tour. And even then, a lot of people weren't there to see him. Like, you know, he right. had a shorter set. A lot of people were not there to see Lil Baby. They were there to see Chris Brown, which obviously we have our opinions on. But um, if he tours, great. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I really get, like, think that's probably true. And, and in that context, like, it makes a lot of sense that he's yeah. kind of doing, like, a um, Denzel or Baby Keem type thing where, like, these guys have been on tour, like, nonstop since their yeah. albums dropped. And That's they've true. been hopping with other artists like Denzel open for Cuddy and now uh, Baby Keem opening for Kendrick. Yeah, so, like, Baby it makes performs sense. a lot. So after yeah. he dropped uh, My Turn, obviously he couldn't really tour in 2020 and for a large part into 2021. But as soon as he was cleared, he started going crazy. Like he, right. he kicked off like in fall 2021. He had the back outside tour, um, which was pretty successful. He was at pretty much every major festival in 2021. Obviously, we saw him. I saw him, not you. I saw <laughs> him just from, from like the back. <laughs> thousand feet away. Um, yeah. So saw him in day in Vegas, and then he continued to do a lot of shows. And even 2022, he was at pretty much every festival. He did this tour with Chris Brown, but he's very much had the same set list for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. this is probably the album's going to drop and we might get another tour announcement. I think top of 2023, I think he's going to have a tour. I would not, I, I could easily see him going on tour with Dirk. Um, oh, well, the only thing about that that I'm not so sure of is like Dirk has been doing a lot lately. Like Dirk had 720, what is it? 72202? I forget what numbers it is. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. He's got, he's got the numbers. Uh, and then he got the deluxe edition and he did a tour and then like an extended tour on top of that. Um, and apparently he's in the studio with Metro, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. But um, so I just don't know if I could see that happening. because so, busy. here's what I, I just thought of this. Obviously, Drake, it has suggested OVO Fest Tour 2023, right? It's very possible that Lil Baby could end up like going on tour with drake because Maybe. the two have been associated together so much lately almost in a weird way in the sense that like obviously there was a song on the Khaled album they were they worked together a lot recently it's like almost mm -hmm. every project one or the other puts out drake is on it and or, or drake like sorry if drake, if, if drake puts it out baby's on baby's it he's on it baby puts, puts it out drake it. is on yeah, it yeah, and yeah. i would not be surprised at all if drake is featured on it's only me like i it yeah. just seems inevitable yeah, this at this seems... point yeah, the two have been working together a lot lately. Lil Baby brought him out at a show in Montreal. It seems only right that if Drake were to do an OVO Fest tour with a bunch of supporting acts, Baby would be one of them. So that could That's be what we're possible. headed towards. I also yeah. think that if this album is successful enough, he may be able to hold his own on his own like tour and be able to have something. I, I already think he can, just based on I my terms can numbers too, and how much what? of a headliner he is. But it just doesn't seem like his label or his... like uh well, managers QC, or QC's a different discussion for him. the concern yeah. i have is that i feel like the hype for this album died down he didn't drop it did. any show. i agree i agree yeah so let's talk not about that i have not seen anyone talking buzz. about this 
really yeah but i mean we'll see what happens when it drops because even my turn there wasn't much of a buzz like around dropping yeah. and it was kind of people like relate to the party and obviously we got baby worldwide here because he has this world cup song that's already out and he's performing at the world cup so right so uh, so honestly just with the pure amount of promotion that i've seen and i like I know there's a lot of big like uh, hip hop reviewer, like the community is very excited for this project as the follow up to my turn. Like, mm -hmm. I think it'll do at least 200. Okay. I don't I don't think that the the lack of buzz you're hearing right now is really going to play into it at all. I think a um, fire single this coming say, weekend. Say a single this shift. week would be. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You got to put That's out something like good right i mean i mean look at like drake put out the espn teaser on monday and then dropped his album on like the thursday the yeah. thursday night and yeah so i think if he and i think little baby's big enough to where he can kind of put out a single one week in advance and that's all he needs so speaking of drake oh no <laughs> hey you know we couldn't avoid it there's always something to talk about oh no so for okay a couple of things here there's been a lot um lately when it comes to drake uh let's start off with some positives um i got nothing so so i will I say nothing. clb has largely entered my heavy rotation the reason i say that is because i think it's just the, the time of year right it's been a year since it dropped and for me view music I, I don't know if it's just me but i very much start associating music with times and clb just has such a fall vibe to me i don't know why i remember we said it was going to be like a summer vibe I, yeah, but I don't get the fall vibe. When I listen to CLB, I just remember, like, it brings me back to memories of, like, exactly a year ago at this time. So maybe that's why it's like, oh, it's that time of year again. Especially here in the Pacific Northwest where we have, like, a very real fall. Almost yeah, like an over-exaggerated fall. fall. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's a, you can tell it's fall. Like, the leaves start falling. Like, they're already, like, changing color and coming to the ground. It's brisk um, weather outside. Brisk Everyone weather, sells apples yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Apples and pumpkins. pumpkins yep, that's true. Yeah. So for me personally, I don't know why, but CLB just has like major fall vibes. So it's no. just hitting a little bit different for me. And obviously there's the whole thing that was honestly never mind. And obviously there's the whole like debate about like Drake just not caring anymore, which mm -hmm. is hard for me to even argue back against because it's kind of obvious, but none of that affects what i my thoughts on clb i still stand by everything i've said about this album and i still listen to it to this day so that's not going to change um but uh and, and the other thing i was going to bring up is i sent you this but apparently he put out a music video for sticky off that album and there was a teaser at the end that suggested oh, something and obviously he said when honestly never mind dropped that he was going to drop scary hours three soon so and it's it's so, uh, october it's october yeah it's october it's halloween season ovo season yeah. i'm super scared for how October's bad very own, scary man. hours three is gonna be bro so let's, super let's not scared. Even think about that the question is will it drop this month and if it does when obviously the people would say halloween um because scary hours october's very own and then this music video People have this theory now that he's dropping something on October 7th because apparently like the teaser suggested like 10-7 or something like that. If there's anything we know about Drake now, he doesn't promote anymore. Like when was the last time he promoted before dropping an album? I think it was freaking Scorpion. Yeah. Right? He doesn't he need to, right? He, he just... doesn't need to. He hasn't promoted an album in four years. Um 2019, he gave us pair pack care pair package. Care package. 
it dropped without notice. And that was basically just a compilation of unreleased, but still it's 2019, 2020. He dropped dark lane demo tapes with no notice at all. 2021 mm-hmm. CLB was intended to be promoted, but when it, it, it essentially ended up being like promoted through an ESPN, like little, like, right. That was a cool way to promote it. And then there was the announcement on Monday album on Thursday. So I feel like if he is dropping something on Thursday, he may not even announce it until then. Um, and if he does drop, it's not gonna be an album. It's gonna be an EP, maybe like a three single scary hours pack, something like that. Um, and I'm sure it would be good because every scary hours pack has always been good. It's it's the classic formula. He puts out a radio hit, he puts out like a trap hit and like a banger, and then he mm-hmm. puts out like a lyrical verseless track. So, so okay, well, hypothetically, let's assume that scary hours three is coming coming soon okay who do you want to see as the features because a lot of features right so who do you think is i don't have any like if it is dropping next friday what do you think the odds are that we get a drake baby song to promote the baby album and the scary hours will happen no because because he was on the last scary hours pack that's what i'm thinking he was on too Uh so he could drop it without features i mean that's what he did with the original one so Mm -hmm. just putting that out there but anyways, um, I don't so know. The negatives, I don't know if he drops it, and I'm not excited about it. Which the negatives. A... Um, why has this dude been clowning so much lately? Like, you know what I mean? Just those random selfies where he's making like a duck face, and just like the hairstyles and and the gambling thing. The gambling—that's the problem. Someone needs to have an intervention with this man. He gambles so much. Just like the goofy videos he'd be putting out, like. It's almost like he doesn't want people to take him seriously. I mean, I'm not going to say that, but if you no, lower people's like, expectations, no, then they dude, won't be like, disappointed it's just, in you. It's just one of those things. Like, the artists that I listen to, like, they they just carry themselves with respect. And it's almost like he doesn't carry he himself doesn't. with respect no, yeah. for himself anymore. You know what I mean? That's That goes kind of goes back to what I was thinking with, like, CLB is just, like, somewhere along the way drake has become a caricature of himself <laughs> like he he started leaning so much into the persona that it just became him you know like, like so before now, before over exaggerated like, like lover boy no, like, but because before he very much had the tough guy persona before right and then something changed maybe not as much as like a wayne or a ross tough guy type thing but like like think think about back to 2013 when he was like collaborating with these dudes like he he would be like he he was about it like he would be wearing chains the backwards hats like i was listening to i think i sent this to you i was listening to ransom it's a uh it's it's not officially released but it's a track by drake and wayne from 2008 when this dude was like fresh off of degrassi and i'm just listening to the rap i'm like damn this dude is good like he has bars why can't he do that now because i'm telling artists, you bro artists grow artists evolve and i've said that with all my favorite artists and drake's gone weekend, backwards bro. weekend's He's... evolution has been insane little baby's evolution has also been insane it's not like to the same level in, in terms of creativity like a lot of artists but just just you know ability to deliver bars and raps mm-hmm. you look at 2017 to now the growth is insane. You look at even 21 Savage, his ability to just rap, right? I'm not talking about the beats, the production, the creativity, yeah, yeah. the aesthetics, none of that. Just talking about ability to rap. And with Drake, the evolution was also there until views. And then it's like after views, 
I don't know what happens. So you know, I actually, I, I was actually thinking about this recently. I also like this little like uh, YouTube like documentary type thing about it. It was talking about um, how artists will like dumb down their approach to reach a larger audience, and there's some artists that can do it successfully, right? Like, um, look at look at Kendrick, right? Look at Kendrick and like his hit songs like Swimming Pools, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's like a meaning behind those. That if you want to look deeper into the music, you can. But also, it's like friendly enough at like the surface level. So like, and I think the weekend you can kind of group in the same way, right? Like we we're talking about earlier, like "Can't Feel My Face" was such a radio hit, but that song's actually about like drug addiction, uh -huh. but you wouldn't know it, right? Like well, you wouldn't know it if you don't pay lights. I mean, like yeah, 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 sure, sure. In the context so, of the album, right, it right, right, something completely different. So that's what I'm saying. So, so there's some artists that go about this like they make their music with kind of like they still have the nuances. To me, Drake has lost that, and he just dumbed down his music. And at some point, he forgot he was supposed to be smart. Okay, that's, please elaborate. That's my viewpoint. Please, please elaborate. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, look at like early Drake. There's a lot more like, uh, like nuance and emotional nuance to his projects, right? Like, we could take care, right? There's there's just so much more like, um, like personality i guess and like mm. personal stuff going on and then like his music now it just seems like very disingenuous and it just seems like it's trying to appeal it's just like he's saying like what people think that they want a drake to say you mm. know like like uh look at no friends in the industry that song is bro, complete you always bullshit, bring up bro this, bro because okay, like that song is complete bullshit and people eat it up because that's the persona that he's made for himself but at I the same know, okay, time, it okay, lacks okay, the depth, no, that, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct you on that one. I don't think people eat it up because of the lyrical content. I think people eat it up because it goes hard. Pause. And Bro, it's, it's bullshit. Anyways, I think my point stands. I think Drake has lost the nuance to his music, and now he is just like a uh, over-exaggeration of this personality that he presented much earlier in his music. Yet, why do I still keep clinging on to a sliver of hope that he's going to give us something like he did in the past? Because you're delusional. It's because it's there's been it. flashes of it, okay? Like honestly, Yeah, yeah, like Churchill Downs. I think that has a flash right? of it. Churchill or 7 a.m. flash. 7 a.m. bridal path. Like, yeah. that, that, I think this is why I actually like CLB so much more than the average person is because when I listen to the album, I, I find that in a lot of the songs, there is like, there's something there's yeah, a flash okay. or a sliver of it there in every not maybe not every song but like i mean like champagne poetry for example and even like poppy's home right has some elements of nothing was the same in there at least in the mm -hmm. first part um love all the production gives me also a little bit of nothing was the same vibes um what was the song with wayne and ross i can't remember what it was called I don't remember what it was Where's called the end now. Of the album that like full on. You could have put that track on "Take Care." Take it now. Put it on "Take Care." It would fit right mm -hmm. in, right? So there are elements of it there. Um, it, it's just a question of like it's not fully realized. So a lot of people right. and a lot of people I I think are just so over Drake at this point that they 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 can't even see those slivers anymore. They just immediately the bad stuff is what hits them in the face, like you, mm -hmm. and they're yep. just like nope the bugs bunny meme nope yep that's me bro nope <laughs> so there, there, i mean there's that that's what's going on with drake um 
I don't want to speculate on anything because I think at this point it's impossible to speculate on anything. You just got to kind of let whatever happens happen and then evaluate it. Uh, let's move on. So funny, we were talking about Drake. Let's talk about Rihanna, the person who uh, curved mm. him live that one time. But uh, Super Bowl 2023 headliner. A uh, little bit of a shocker here because she hasn't put out new music in six years now. We're going on seven yeah that's that's why i was very yeah so so uh this is a bit of a surprise but i'm very happy with this one uh just because i think she has a lot of classics and i think she's a great performer as well i think her music is recognized by a huge audience because a lot of like people our age you know her music was really popping off when we were like in middle school right yeah yeah and you look at people who are like 30 right now they were our age or in their 30s they were our age at the same time when it was popping mm-hmm. off. So I think for a lot of people, this concert is really going to bring back a lot of nostalgia and a lot of good memories. I'm so glad that Taylor Swift backed out because I would have not liked that performance at all. I think that would have been better than you think. Like, I think okay. she has a lot more radio hits. I think she has just as many pop radio hits as Rihanna. Like, I, I don't know. I think no, it would have been no. just as good, but Taylor Swift has still been performing. I think Actually, Rihanna I don't know if that's off. true. So I saw this one meme. So it was I'm, like, my thought is like Rihanna hasn't really seen anything in a long time. I saw this one, one meme. It was like, uh, picture this: Taylor Swift turned down the offer. Rihanna steps in. She brings out Kanye, and they perform "Famous." Ah, uh, that'd be funny. Okay, that'd be that'd be good. <laughs> and then the comments were like, "He can't do that. The NFL's not gonna allow that." And then they're like, "Since when do you think Kanye listens to people, bro?" Yeah, when that's Kanye, true. It, that that would be such a Kanye thing to appear when he's not supposed to, and then say the line from "Famous." That would made, be actually really good. That'd be, that'd be like a like legendary moment, but uh, that would also be controversial. I mean, it would re- yeah. like, reignite like a ten like. For 13 year long controversy yeah but yeah i don't i don't know man like i think i think rana will be good i think, I think it's, it's gonna be but great. like i'm not excited i'm not super excited by it just because me personally i'm not a huge rihanna fan well you know how i felt about this past halftime show it was for me very underwhelming so. yeah yeah that's uh, fair I, I am glad that that at least that's true i'm glad they're bringing back like a standard pop artist who has experience performing on huge stage, like mm-hmm. you know rihanna will deliver mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what i think like it'll be a consistent performance there'll be a lot of choreography she'll sing her heart out people will like it i think it's a very safe choice for I me mean, you look back at like the past show. few maybe just going back to like 2019 that was the uh was that cold play x travis right that was bad that was, bad. That was terrible um then we had shakira j-lo that was fire um the weekend you know how i feel about that, that was, yep, yep, yep. and then we last year's which was okay i think it was middle yeah yeah as i said it's, it's a mixed it's mixed that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying like um like mixed emotions like some people really liked last year some people also hated it and like mm-hmm. this i think this year's it's a much safer option to have right standard pop star come in and, and do it so yeah, for sure so next artist up here, actually, I forgot to uh, piggyback uh, off the conversation we were having about Drake, but Ice Spice. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, if you have TikTok and you've heard that one sound with the, you thought I was feeling you, like you def- you've heard Ice Spice. Definitely a- an interesting situation here. Not just like a one hit wonder, more of like a one verse or like a one bar wonder. It- it's hilarious because when she she started performing, she someone brought her out at Rolling Loud. People only know this one song 
and even she like only was able to perform like that one bar like she didn't even know know her own song past that point. wow like, you hear the crowd the crowd is like yelling like you thought i was feeling you and then as soon as that like few words are over they're just silent they don't know the rest of the track that's so, it that's the future for live music man that, i'm sad dude, we so but but where does that's digressing in? yeah yeah where, where does drake come into play in this so Ice Spice, largely, I mean, other than the music, known for being a very uh, outgoing personality on Instagram. I guess that that's a good, like, uh, uh, subtle way to put it. But okay. um, <laughs> um, basically, Drake flies her out to Toronto for some reason, because apparently Drake DM'd her and was like, hey, yo, that song Munch go hard. I'm trying to like, we, we need a link or something like that. Something like that. And academics reports on it. It becomes a big deal because they're like chilling in Toronto and Drake's with her. And like everyone in the comments is like, we know exactly why Drake flew her out. Yeah. And then a week later, she's like, well, little TJ or something. And people are like, what is going on? And then turns out Drake unfollowed her. And now she's super popular because of that whole thing. Everyone knows who she is now because of the drama. And then that one line, you thought I was feeling you, right? So yeah, that's what we have. Ice Spice is a huge like TikTok meme right now, and she's getting gigs at Rolling Louds now. So um, that's all I gotta say. But if you want to piggyback this into a discussion about like where is music headed now, and like TikTok, the power that TikTok has, I remember when we had this conversation a year ago. It was about like single verses can make yeah. people go off it's deteriorated even more we're at the point now like where a, like single, a single phrase is enough to catapult an artist into stardom yeah but you know something i want to look at here is like uh we can look at yeet so yeet put out an album life uh in september and um i think that actually kind of like under met my expectations for like what that album I would think, do i think tiktok is starting to move away from yeet so that that's what I wanted to say. Like these yeah. artists get catapulted into fame very but they can't quickly. Maintain it. It's impossible. Like they're they're doomed to fail unless they pivot. They like that's unless the thing. Pivot, they pivit, sure. right? So and like, their art art. Uh, so that that I think is one situation where you can give Jack Harlow a little bit of credit because he did, in a way, pivot. He pivoted on the like person's personality yes. from, but he felt like that's still at, a pivot. At, I haven't heard anyone talk about Harlow since his project like Bond. Have oh, you? Dude, I've been seeing people posting him left and right the tour dates because he All was right. just in Austin not too long ago. Well, I guess I guess I'm uh not as like in tune as in lying. touch on that, but um, yeah, I think that that's that's kind of my like thought on this. Like, yeah, like art, like mm -hmm. people are getting catapulted super quickly, but like that doesn't mean long term success. So they may have their fifteen minutes of fame, but right. And so I, I want to actually move into the next artist from here because I really sure. don't have much to talk about with Ice Spice, but no. um, Tory Lanez. So this one is very interesting. I think it's going to spark a debate that you like here. So he dropped another album uh, this past Thursday. Yeah, he did. And I have not checked it out yet, but it's not this album I'm, I'm really interested in hearing and talking about. It's the one from last year, Alone at Prom. Mm -hmm. um, so when obviously I've listened to the album. It's got a good sound to it. It's got some good songs, but like, is there really anything special in this album? Like, if we're being fully objective, not really, no. right? Does it have good vibes? Sure, I'll, sure. I'll agree yeah. with that. There's there's some good energy in here, 
but, but this is my point. It comes back to this TikTok thing. And like, I, I know the people who are listening right now, I know y'all have been waiting for me to address this for a while. So we're going to address it right now. Um, you're not on TikTok, obviously. So you nope. don't, probably don't know this yep. as much as I do, but I've brought this up to you before. TikTokers boost this album like crazy. Um, like to the point where like you will literally find like whole like somebody will post a TikTok about like there's one song on this album called The Color Violet, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's a good song. Like I'm not gonna deny that it's a good song. Like it's it's very much like a like driving through the rain type of like vibe, right? Okay, um, sure. So a lot of people like it for the vibe, but you see those songs like it, it gets used in a lot of content creation. They'll be like. Uh, Oh, like imagining myself speeding down the highway, listening to this song. It'll be like a cool background with the music playing. It'll have like a bunch of likes, like 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 likes, right? Uh The entire comment section is filled with like, I love this song. This is one of the best songs. Like Alone at Prom is so underrated. Easily one of the best albums of 2021 and still in 2022, right? So you have a lot of people who feel very strongly about this album. And I don't know if it's genuine or if they're just trying to contribute to the TikTok think tank because the think tanks on TikTok are insane to the point where people will actually manipulate what they believe just to contribute to threads and comment sections. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it's like the mob mentality. It's a mob mentality. Like, yeah, people, people, I mean, that's not that's not new to TikTok. Like, Reddit, it's not. But but on TikTok, yeah. it's especially prominent, right? Because on TikTok. The platform is different in the sense that like compared to like Instagram and Twitter, it's not about the people you follow. It's like it's just a like open pool of right, content that right. you see. So people comment a lot because it's an open pool and they know random people will see their comments. So this mob mentality on TikTok is crazy. And I've literally had people tell me a literal quote right here. Alone at prom clears after hours. No. So I don't, and I I honestly can't tell because, and this is the problem, like, because I've seen all these comments on TikTok. I don't know if they're trying to, like, bring up the mob mentality to troll or if they genuinely believe that this album is a better listen than After Hours. Well, I think there's also some, like, factor that we've talked about, which is, um, like, when, when you get an album that goes super viral, like After Hours did, like, you know, Blinding Lights was in that. What was that commercial? Anything to do with, like, the toy no, was, so there's, there's always some people that want to be contrarian, right? They're like, oh, I like, this thing is better than that thing because this has less people listening to it. This is more underground. So only, like, real fans listen to this. I don't even think it's about being contrarian. Like, I, I genuinely think there's people who believe that Alone at Prom, and, and it all actually all started with Don FM. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but, like, People started comparing Alone at Prom to Dawn FM like immediately. And there was a lot. Yeah, this is the beginning of this year. There's a lot of like um, TikToks going both ways. A lot mm-hmm. of people trying to make the case that Alone at Prom is a better album than Dawn FM. I, th- you know, there's two artists in a similar lane. Like they're both making this kind of like darker R&B um, that is more pop now. Actually, I don't like, I, I actually, Troy Lanez doesn't make dark R&B, right? He no. makes pretty pop pretty much pop r&b mm-hmm. um so so they're, they're kind of in a similar lane and i really i honestly personally do think it is something that like there's some people that just want to like be part of like tory lane's fan base because he's a smaller artist and they don't want to have like, association before alone at prom no one ever talked about tory like this i mean good for him he put out right because that was like his life. breakout yeah 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 
but in my in my eyes, that that album is just like a copycat album. There's not much originality to it. There's not much special to it. So it's just one of those things that it, it comes back to the whole TikTok thing. Like the opinions on music get skewed like crazy. I mean, like you know, objectively, like there there's no way there shouldn't even be any like any debate <laughs> between After Hours and like Alone at Prom. Like just give it five years. After Hours is still going to be mm-hmm. talked about. No one's going to be talking about Alone at Prom. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Well, actually, I don't know about that. I think that some of the kids from now will talk about, you know, like people that were in high school now, maybe talk about that more. Maybe 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 this is a youth thing. I don't know. A me thing. A youth. A youth youth thing. thing. Yes, not a youth thing. Youth. uh, Th. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of touch with the kids. You know. And like uh, another another uh, comment that I got is like, when are you doing an artist spotlight on Tory Lanez? And I'm like, never. Why? <laughs> no, that was my question. Like, why? Yeah. Like, because yeah. because like he has a huge discography. I mean, this dude's been dropping for years, and he drops a lot. But it's like, like, what am I going to talk about? Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, th- there's always been this uh, question people bring up. It's like, why do some artists get spotlights and why do others? And people have asked me, like, why does Chris Brown not get a spotlight? The answer should to that should be obvious. I don't want to talk about Chris Brown. I for don't want to talk about Chris yeah. Brown for an hour, yeah. right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's bad PR. <laughs> like, that, that's like I, I'm biased. I'm biased. You know, no, I'm I doing mean, this for it's, fun. Like, it's it's, it's uh, a valid thing because it's like I don't want to give someone a platform who has baggage tied to them right right also i'm biased like i you know because i don't want to talk about like i also talked about kanye because i think kanye is an interesting artist he produces interesting music and in my eyes i could talk about him for hours just because he's a very interesting person and we have exactly yeah i could i couldn't fill that much time about tory lanes if someone paid me well someone paid me a million dollars i could read off his wikipedia i could read off his wikipedia for now off his wikipedia talk about him but it's just like tory lanes is kind of gonna do it all my own time Tory Lane's like like an NPC in the industry, bro. He's just there, uh-huh. and like you know that he's there, but you don't actively go seeking for his music, right? At least for me, yeah, for me, that's even like, with hey, some problem. maybe some people like it, you know. Like okay, here I, I'll be hundred percent honest with you. I like the color violet. I think it's a yeah, good song. Probably yeah. I have it in my like uh, one of my playlists, like driving like, at night playlist. Yeah, yep. exactly. I I ha- I like the song. But you got to be objective about this, right? Just because that's a good song and some of those songs on the album were good doesn't mean that we should be comparing Tori to The Weeknd, right? That's my point. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I think that, <laughs> I think you can compare them just because they make kind of similar-ish Comparing music, in the sense that, that, like, there should be a general understanding that Tori is never going to be at the level that The Weeknd is at. Just- I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say that. You know, never is like a very harsh word. But uh, it's reality. It's like you can say that about a lot of artists. It's when you look at their contemporaries, like they're, they're like, OK, who like, OK, Tana Leone, for example, mm-hmm. is never going to reach the level of Kendrick. See, I don't think that's fair to say. You don't know what the future has in store. You don't know what the future has in store. They could reinvent his sound. He could like do something really crazy that gets some super popular. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think that's fair to say. All right, we'll leave it at that then. <laughs> uh, I yeah, like, you, yeah, that's a very strong word to say. Like this person will never be as. I'm sure when uh, bro, like I who what's an example? I'm trying to think of someone who had a really bad debut album and then was really great after that. Uh, 
shoot this is escaping or a little look at little when little baby first started making music right when he first started doing shows in atlanta there's like 20 30 people in the crowd and he was making like kind of uh you know he didn't have his sound he didn't really have his would you have said oh yeah this guy's gonna be as big as migos one day no you oh, would have said not. not never right so that's why i don't think it's fair to write him off like that you know okay fair enough um but to be fair tory lanes has been releasing music for like five six years you look at where the weekend was after five or six years where tory lanes has been that that's my point i think th there's that's been fair. enough of a time frame here to the point where it's safe to say it's not going to take off. And we'll revisit this. We'll look at what the, the first week sales are next week for Tory Lanez, this new album. I think that's going to say a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously, I don't even think it'll be Donna Fim level, oh, especially because this week was so stacked with music. Um, I think so. Yeah. I, mean, yeah I, I, I haven't really heard anyone talking about this album. Yeah. Yet. Me neither. Me neither. Yep, yep, so yep, I, mean, yep. I get what you're saying though. You're saying like, there's a very low probability, but I just, yeah, I don't want to say never. Cause I think in music, you know, um like so many one hit wonders of people break out and some people pivot but mm -hmm. talk about uh, one more thing from this week that happened that had me really excited one more release was the zinzel curry extended oh, yeah. cut for melt mm -hmm. my Eye your future so he did a tiny desk concert um at the end of i don't remember when but uh anyways the tiny desk concerts with npr it's like they get the artists in the studio and they have a live band and it's really fun to see rap artists do that because it's very rare that you see rap artists performing with a fully live band. Mm -hmm. um, so this extended cut actually is just the, it's the original project, but with a live band. I forget what they're called. It's like, um, ah, shoot. Yeah, I don't know. But it, their names are on, are on all the songs. It's like um, featuring this, this group. And um, there's a few new songs. So, man. I, I mean, liking the project originally and then getting a live band version, it's chef's kiss in my yeah. eyes. So. Yeah, live versions are great. And I told you in my After Hours Renaissance, um, I may or may not have listened to that Heartless, Slow Life, or Nam, like medley yep. transition several times over the past few days. I'm about to download that, put it on my phone. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, the, the yeah. Live, live version, I think it's one of those things, like just from a psychological perspective, you're so used to a track that you already love but like you you can really love a track but right you'll hearing it different it. you'll, you'll yep. get tired of it and it's almost like when you hear the live version with a different instrumental or a modified instrumental it just like brings a new life to the song and it makes it mm -hmm. almost feel new again it's like you already love the song but now you get to hear it again or hear it for the first time again you know what i mean right right that's like the feeling i think with a lot of these concerts we went to i don't think kendrick does it super well um but I no he can, does most of his yeah he just yeah. kind of plays a lot of his studio stuff he he highlights and the vocals, does it really well live yeah the rapping yeah. but like we saw this with the weekend it's like every song he performed was like slight, a slightly different version of it right because it, he actually does have a live band behind the screen and mm -hmm. there's like microphones connected or whatever so they're actually playing and drumming and there's um, obviously mike dean was on the guitars so you hear all of it you just don't see them out there so one thing, just as a little interlude, I guess, rest in peace, PNB Rock, just another instance of unnecessary yep. violence here. And the dude was 17, which is kind of crazy, the person yeah. who shot him. So unfortunate situation. I knew who PNB Rock was, never really listened to him that much, but apparently his music now has really taken off since, yeah, obviously, yeah. posthumous. Yeah. Um, um, so, Coolio, too. You know, Coolio passed away this mm, past week. Mm -hmm. uh, Gangster Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely a good classic from... Uh, 
gosh, I guess early middle school, elementary school is when Yeah, people were playing that. that's crazy. Yep. The next one up I want to talk about is the baby because I remember we were having interesting conversations about this one. So the baby dropped baby on baby two. Let me paint the picture here. So first, uh, the first sign that this was going to be bad was that he actually had a concert uh, or was going to have a concert in New Orleans, right? Mm hmm So get this, the concert was canceled because not enough tickets were sold. And some of the tickets, I think you could get floor for 30 bucks and they were not selling. No one was buying tickets, $30 tickets to the baby. That's how much people just didn't want to see him. And they canceled the show. Look back two years ago, Blame It on Baby, album that dropped in 2020, sold 120K first week. That is very good. A very successful first week. Guess how much, I don't know if you remember the number, guess how much this last release, Baby on Baby, sold, or Baby on Mm Baby hmm. Isn't 2. it like sixteen? 12. Twelve. It sold 12K. He went from 2020 selling 120K Yeah. to 12K two years later. This Introduction. is some of the baby. Yeah. We're like, Wow. this is rock star the baby, like big festival spot the baby, every festival the baby, like going viral the baby. Now we got 12K the baby. Yeah, so This is what worse caused than Roddy, this? man. This is like, Yeah. even Roddy was able to do 66. Well, I, yeah, I think it's a mixture of things. Like, with, with Roddy, like, at least Roddy still tries to sound fresh, right? Like, I can't rip on him for that. Like, he's, You know, so if his you've sound ever heard is a, always changing. ever heard of the baby song, you know, like the beat at the beginning, like Jetson made another one. Uh-huh, And it's like, uh-huh. Jetson made the same one, bro. Exactly. That's, that's really what it is. That's the, and yeah, that's the problem with the baby. Like, the baby's been putting out the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that, that sound got unpopular. So I'm going to take credit And for like, something. it's been the exact I said same. in 2019, I had people tell me, you got to listen to the baby. This guy's new. He's pretty good. And I Yep. said, this guy is trash. And Yep. they clown me That's, for that's it. fair. Look three years later. This guy is trash. And it's not Yeah, even that's subjective fair. anymore. He is objectively garbage. <laughs> like, Yeah, so, completely so I, thrown off. I know the academic, someone, there was academics, there was someone said something like, Oh, this is because like he said something and some higher Oh, yeah. ups in the industry wanted him Which, canceled. which, which is valid. Which is valid. It, it's not entirely untrue. Yeah, sure, But sure. he's still trash. But I, I also I don't think that like ha losing the favor of the super big people in the industry is gonna Yeah. make take That doesn't you to tell the 120 entire... Yeah, to no, no. It doesn't tell 12. the whole story. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of factors playing in his downfall, his public appearance, his history of controversy, his falling out of favor with the major labels, like But yeah, um, glad to be done with him because I don't think that his music was very good and, and he was just taking up, you know, high up festival spots from other people that are, I think are way more interesting and I would rather listen to. So um, rest in peace to baby Mm. career, yep that's the only way to the baby <laughs> career career. wow career. yeah man Should be, should um be clear. this is yeah I, 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 this is bad and then the, he he said something about uh sleeping with megan Thee stallion and i think she like like shut it down immediately there she even has a line in a song about like people falling off and then using her for marketing Damn. exactly what the baby just did man this guy Yep. anyway uh who else can we talk about uh oh i have post malone on here just brief conversation because Oh, he fell his state, yeah when his he fell his state on performance. yeah dude that was that was rough because like he fell and, and i thought initially it was one of those clown falls like No, when travis no. fell through this that dude actually broke his ribs Yeah. Well, well. Also, what happened too is apparently like. part of the stage drops down and then they pull out like it's it's still like have a transition they're putting up a guitar or something for him to do some acoustic songs 
and they just forgot to close it. So oh, they just had a giant hole in the yeah. floor open and he fell in because, you know, it's not supposed to be, <laughs> it's yeah. not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he performed through his cracked ribs though. So like major props to him, man. Yeah, that like, was rough because he, he stepped in and he fell and because it's like a dip. Yep. His his like the side of his abdomen like hit against like okay the... you don't you don't hey you have to give me sound effects man that's kind of <laughs> gruesome um you, you could hear it though like from even from a distance yeah I don't want to relive it bro I saw it in the video yeah, that was rough. Uh, wait so do you know what happened with that did he cancel the rest of the tour uh, I don't know I don't keep or... up with Post Malone enough to know yeah but, yeah yeah sorry sorry guys I don't really either but. That was pretty um, unfortunate. But speaking of Post Malone, he works with 21 Savage a lot. And 21 Savage is an absolute villain, bro. Oh, yeah. We're talking about heroes and villains heroes Metro and Metro Project. Yes, so yes. here's the thing with Metro. Uh, he announces projects, but they take years to see the light of day. And I think it's more like, unlike Khaled, I think he actually takes time to curate yes. the project, right? Like make sure the production is how he wants it. Make sure the right people are on the right songs. Like and as a result, features. always fire. Yeah. So uh, there was Metro like doesn't uh, miss. I, I think um, the the first project was rumored to be called like Boominati or something like that. And eventually, we got it in the forms of not all heroes wear capes. Mm-hmm. So this title, obviously, heroes and villains, is a follow up to that project. Um, oh, this is gonna be something special because it's coming out around Halloween about a, in about a month. Yeah, November 4th is the November official 4th. release. And the, you know how I found about it? This is what makes me really excited. Guess who was the one who posted how I found out about it? Because a lot of uh, artists were reposting. Well, it was it was a little baby. It was the weekend. Oh, it was the weekend. The weekend I could see him being a hero. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah, no, yeah. Well, not, you're looking into the hero and villains thing too much. <laughs> Stop. I think it, okay, yeah, but he's worked with Metro before. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. After Hours, Escape from LA, uh, Heartless, Faith, all Metro produced right so uh yeah that, that would be great obviously 21 is going to be on here yeah no way. 21 21 future dirk baby gonna expect them on here expect drake expect the weekend yeah expect drake you think drake's gonna be on here drake so drake was on not all heroes were capes on no complaints it was drake and offset okay so mm-hmm. you think it's likely mm-hmm. yeah so. like you know metro's got the the talent he can work with any big person in the game because he has worked with every big person so um honestly like it's gonna be start it's gonna be like god did but if god did was good oh you said it with the emphasis you didn't just say god did you said god did <laughs> i just heard it so much i'm used to it now did you um, see that one interview that, that he was in um the interviewer was trying so hard to take him seriously, but he could not because Khaled like sat there. He slowly took off his glasses and he was like, can you believe that there's actually people out there that don't believe in us? It's just silent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I've seen wow. that. He's like, there's humans that don't want to see us win. And then the interviewer is just like smiling. Like, how could they? And then, yeah, he, he let out his God did. god did yes sir man wow but yeah in addition to that we got uh rumored no auto dirk right no auto dirk rumors sir um i don't know what he's doing with that tour i mean the whole thing with the smoke hitting his eye and whatnot oh yeah yeah so i don't know what's up with that but yeah apparently he's working on an album with metro called no auto uh that's gonna drop 
probably after Metro drops his is when yeah. we might see that one, maybe in 2023. So that that's what's coming up. Yeah, I was about to say it might be next year. I wanted yeah. to talk about the Cactus Jack camp a little bit here. So um so Faye? Utopia is well, we'll get to that, but Utopia uh, okay. is still nowhere to be found. Don Tolliver is supposedly working on something and has a lot of music in the backlog. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up dropping sometime soon, maybe now or in early 23. I could see a new project from Don Tolliver because he's definitely mm-hmm. got a lot in the vault. With Travis, here's where it gets weird because, like, he's doing these residencies in Vegas right now, like this road to Utopia, and they're like mad expensive, like $30,000 a table. And he's apparently been performing a lot of new, right? Like, a lot of yeah. new, a lot of unreleased, like, giving people a, a little taste of what's expected to, for Utopia. You know what's weird? When Astroworld was like in this same phase, like before Astroworld, when people were like trying to predict when it was going to drop and we were like mm-hmm. months away from the release date, anytime there was a snippet, people would be all over it and like super hyped. It seemed like no one cares about these Utopia snippets. I'm t- and no uh, one bro, really cares about Utopia. I'm telling you, man, like uh, the Astroworld incident really did a number on on Travis's reputation. I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying he can't still have like a number one, like like amongst hardcore hip hop people, I still do think there is like quite a bit of interest for new Travis and new Travis music and sure. and uh, merchandise. And I mean, look at how his uh, show at London sold out, right? Like in mm-hmm. the merch sold out or did it sell out or it just made like he millions made like a million of million. dollars off merch. Yeah, yeah. So, so like clearly the guy's not going to be hurting for anything, but I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to get the same level of general interest yeah. um drawn from it and, and also like i don't know i just think that like it's been rumored talked about for a while it was probably going to drop like before Astro, like around uh, shortly after the astro world i think stuff early happened. 22 probably right and so now it got pushed it's just been kind of delayed and dragged and delayed and we've seen how that's gone for projects it's almost like, like the rollout for utopia now simultaneously involves reviving travis's reputation through right. like these residencies and pre-shows right. which is like a very like tall order mm-hmm. and that what's that's what leads us into sofago it's because this whole thing with uh the pink like or whatever it's called uh pink hearts yep. the whole thing behind this project has been that he can't drop because cactus jack won't let him drop before travis like Which if Travis is isn't dropping, like yeah. dude. So at Vegas last year, it's been a year now almost, and he was like, "My new album, Pink Hearts, coming very soon." And then in June, he decides to put out an EP. It's like a good four EP. months. Yeah, he was good. It's like before Pink. Where is this album? Like, yeah. Well, you know, actually, I'm sorry. I take it back. He he announced the release date. Mm-hmm. He he put Did out that it it's like ten slash question mark slash twenty two. So he's no. I take it back. So Fago's dropping this month. Is that is that actually happening though? That's why because I haven't posted. seen any. I have not seen anything else about. What he posted? I, I think we're gonna get new Sofago this month. So right, correction man. on that. I think Sofago is gonna be dropping soon. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Because I I still have not. That's the thing though. Like if he is dropping soon, why isn't the label promoting it more? No idea. I think they're too obsessed with anything to Utopia, it. dude. Yeah. Let's focus right now. But anyway, that leads me at least to the last person I have on the list here is Migos. And the reason I bring this one up is because Quavo and Takeoff are dropping their album oh, this yes. coming week. And Offset supposedly doing something on his own. I don't know what this whole thing is about uh, Migos and Offset going separate ways and the whole dis- label dispute. Someone yep. sued QC and Quavo and Takeoff are doing their own. I don't know. Maybe this is just a whole ploy to get them talked about again. 
it could be it could be like kind of marketing thing that they're That's doing what I, yeah, at, that's what I was thinking. to see but I, I don't know at the same time like i feel like there is a chance that they've actually decided to like split and break for now It's highly possible. so because you know there's a, there's a little bit of a dip after uh culture right they all did like their own personal or was that culture two when they all did their solo projects Yeah, yeah, it was after Culture 2 they did solo projects and then reconvened yeah for Culture 3. Right. So I, I maybe something similar is happening It now. could be. It could be. It's just weird that Koibo and Takeoff and then Offset are like separated now. So Right. That's yeah, that's fair. That's mm -hmm. fair. so we'll see what's to come. I will listen to the Koibo Takeoff album. I'm sure there'll be at least one banger, but it won't be anything special. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else? I think that's a good way to catch us up and everything that's gone down over the past month. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, but like, what I mean, what else do we have to look forward to this year? Is there anything left on your so with the release of Freddie Gibbs? I think most of my radar is pretty tapped out. I think all of the big stuff that I was waiting for has more or less released, Mm -hmm. yeah we got but basically there's projects so still that I'm kind of for me i think this month is going to be good because we'll get little baby and then hopefully yep, sofago yep. Um, I think that there's a few more projects we had talked about in the past, so I'll just bring them up again. Um, we're still waiting on chance, like we got those singles, but that chance, why do you like keep album bringing this never guy dropped. up I'm not excited about because I'm excited to see where his career goes. Like, I do not have high hopes for the project, but like the narrative for his career so far has been so interesting that I'm just really like excited to see if he can recapture it or if he falls off, you know. Um, so that was one thing for me. And I think, uh, you know, Danny Brown also been supposed to be put out a project for a long time. I think I Mm talked -hmm. about that once, but Yeah. I think we yeah, did that's briefly. it for me, though. So, so we got Baby. Uh, Possible scary hours three from Drake, Mm hmm Chance, Danny, yeah. So it's just, it's just it should be a good year. Should still be some good stuff coming I mean, it's up, been and of a course great we got year, the metro right? projects Like, we we still talked got a about. lot coming Yeah, well, up. I, I mean a good few months. That's what I meant to say. Should be a good few months still. All right. Well, I think that's a good way to get us all caught up here and hopefully moving forward. I, I know I say this every time, but more Yeah. regularly <laughs> schedule. Thanks to everyone who got this far. And as always, um, we'll be back soon. When is that? No guarantees anymore, but we'll be back soon. <laughs>